0: Hey, Terry, Sam Fortier with the Washington Post. Thanks for doing this. Um, you guys were able to put the, put the helmets on today. I know, obviously, the offseason wasn't what you expected, but I guess where do you feel like you're at in terms of uh, being prepared for the season?
2: Um, I feel like I'm really prepared for the season. Um, the Zoom meetings helped a lot. It's kind of tough on us having a new staff both on, on both sides of the ball, but um, I feel like Professionals, you have to learn how to adapt, and I feel like they did a good job of trying to give us as much information as possible while we we're um, away from the building. And then once we've been in the facility, they've pretty much been full speed ahead. So um, the offense has been pretty smooth so far. Learning, I really like it a lot. Just the, the aggressiveness and, and the um, unpredictability that the possibilities that are available for us are great. So uh, I'm looking forward to continue to grow in the offense.
0: Mm-hmm. And with you guys' position group, it's kind of, you know, shaking up a little bit over the summer, losing Kelvin, uh, bringing Mm -hmm. in Dontrell, Cody being uncertain. I guess kind of where would you assess your your position group is at?
2: Um, We got a lot of improving guys. um, But that doesn't mean that uh, the production should be lower than anticipated or or anything like that. I feel like we're coming in with a group that, you know, doesn't really um, necessarily have that camaraderie yet. But – um, that's what the training camp's for. That's where you grow those bonds. That's where you grow the the trust in each other. The quarterbacks grow trust in us. And that's what it's about at the end of the day, trying to make their jobs easier. Um, having Dontrell come in has been great. He kind of gives us that veteran presence. He's seen a lot of football in his career. And losing Kelvin was tough, but we have a lot of guys really uh, ready to step up and make a name for themselves. And uh, myself included, just continuing to try to build on what I did last year and improve that even more moving around more in this offense. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
1: Terry, John Kime, ESPN. Thanks for doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious, what area in the offseason were you focused on more than any other? And were you working with the trainer to help with all mm-hmm. that?
2: Yeah, I I, I was before uh, the coronavirus kind of hit. I was in uh, Miami, Florida at Bomberito's working on a lot of foot ankle mobility, things that could help me get, out of my routes a lot cleaner, a lot quicker. Um, I feel like that really helped me improve a lot. Um, I just ran constantly um, outside of the facility because um, that's what I had to do when we got here. So um, I've been just trying to keep my stamina up, trying to keep my my route sharp. And um, Coach Haas has done a good job of actually adding some things to my game that I feel I can um, incorporate this year and make me a better route runner the way he teaches uh, coming out of your breaks and things like that are some of the things that I had in mind of what I wanted to do but I didn't quite know how to do it so um, he's doing a good job of kind of helping us um, you know think of better ways to come out of our routes.
1: And then, and then Terry I just I want to go on on this pandemic when when there was the lockdown and all that what are what are, is there a memory that you're going to take away from that as far as just like Either that shows how hard it was, or how weird it was, or just mm-hmm. you know what you went through with this. That what would be the memory that you would st- that sticks out with you as far as when you had to be holed up or locked down or whatever. Yeah.
2: Um, Well, going into the offseason, I kind of had a plan of right after the Super Bowl, I was going to get started training and things like that. So I was training for a good month and a half that Wednesday after the Super Bowl, and then um, I had came back to Indianapolis and was training at a facility near home um, for a while, and then they kind of said. Okay, we're going to be virtual. And that was kind of weird for me because I was expecting to come back, be ready for camp. I mean, OTAs and mini camp and get ready to learn the new offense and things like that. And I'm a type of guy who learns from, you know, doing the routes over and over and over again. So taking the virtual approach, the more mental side of the aspects of the game is probably what I'm going to really um, take away from all of this. You really got to be able to work um, the game mentally as well as physically when, when you necessarily can't do it as much physically. Um, you just have to make do with what you can. So i um, trying to stay consistent, trying to find a routine that really works for you is something that I, I really tried to hone in on during this uncertain time. Thanks Terry. Mm-hmm.
0: Terry, Nikki Javala with the Washington Post. Um, along those same lines, was there a benefit to getting extra on field time with Dwayne and Steven Sims yeah. and some of the other receivers?
2: Most definitely, I think Dwayne did a good job of, um, leading us and coordinating all the type of throwing sessions that we were having, whether it was here. I know I I went a couple places with him and he was throwing. And um, so that really helps that chemistry. I feel like that really helped us come in and get off to a good start running routes um, while we may not necessarily be... Um, 100% honed in on what spots they're looking for, what spots we're looking for Um, in this new offense. That connection between wide receiver and quarterback was there, I feel like, between me and Dwayne, Dwayne and Steven, and the other guys as well. There was a lot of guys that got working with him during the offseason, so that's a credit to him for getting us all together, and I feel like that really helped us get off on the right foot. Did Coach have a message for you guys today, or kind of what's he been emphasizing recently? Said Coach Rivera. Yeah, Coach Rivera. Yeah, um, he hit us with a pretty big message this morning. Not to get all uh, the way into it, but just um, the way we come out to the field each and every day is something that we can control. Um, our, Our attitude, our preparation, and our effort are the three things that we can control on a day-in, day-out basis. And we're going to be a physical football team that uh, is going to attack people on both sides of the ball, and it starts up front with an our offensive, offensive and defensive line. So that's what you want to hear out of a coach. Um, that's kind of what I've been accustomed to in my background playing football, of just that attack style of play. And um, I think it's going to suit us well um, as long as everybody continues to do what we're doing so far, um, allowing ourselves to be coached, and continue to work and to get better. I feel like we can make the strides necessary to be ready for week one. Hey, Terry, it's J.P. Finley. Um, Hope you're doing well. Since Kime didn't ask, I got a guy that spent as much time in Columbus as you. How Mm -hmm. how disappointing is it to see the Big Ten cancel football? Yeah, it's very disappointing. Um, People don't appreciate how much time and effort that's put in by the players, the coaches, the support staff, to make the season happen, and um, you know, a lot of guys have future in football, and some guys are just this may be their last hurrah, and um, you can't quantify what that means to a team and a and a, a program to have a season taken away from you. Granted, there are some things that are obviously out of our control with the pandemic going on, um, but. I feel like as players, they were just were hoping to hear that their voices were heard. Um, I don't know if they were or not, um, but they kind of wanted to just have some say in that. And I know some things may be out of their control, but at the end of the day, there's there's risks. Um, so um, they made the decision that they, that they may hopefully something can work out to where it works out for both sides. But I definitely do feel very disappointed for those guys, especially the seniors.
1: And then just, just kind of projecting from there, do you guys
2: have any conversation about, man, do you think we're going to get our full season in? Or is there, is there any room for yeah. that in in the NFL locker room? Yeah, we don't, to be honest, it hasn't even came up. The way Coach Rivera's approached it is we're going until they tell us to stop, even if they tell us to, um, even if they don't tell us to stop. So, um, we're full speed ahead. We're preparing as if we're getting ready for the Eagles Week One, and I feel like that's how it's going to stay until we're told otherwise. Um, I feel like our organization has done a great job of putting the necessary steps and protocols to the best of their ability for us um, up until this point. So, uh, as players, our job is just to try to follow those protocols as close as possible and see where we're at after that. Hey, Terry Carpenter at the Washington Post. Good to see you yeah, uh, I'm you know, kind of wondering, the, this administrator or
0: this regime here has put so much emphasis on getting more speed on the team. Yeah. Have you noticed that? I don't know if there's been much time really in these in these workouts to really pick mm-hmm. up on that, but yeah. are you seeing that at all?
2: Uh, well, we, we've been kind of separated offense versus defense. So um, when we start to go one side versus the other side, I think we'll really get a good feel for that. Um, but we have a lot of playmakers on both sides of the ball. Um. Obviously, our defensive line jumps out, which that'll start with them, and then our offensive line. Um, they're continue to try to um, put a great group up there forward to help Dwayne in the in the pass game and in the run game. Um, I feel like they're doing a really good job. They have some veteran leadership, and uh, they're going to be set to go. Um, but I, I know on the offensive side of the ball, we're we have a lot of skilled players that are moving around a lot, and that's kind of like their mantra from coming from Carolina. Um, so going forward, I think. it it just comes down to making those plays. And um, I feel like they're going to put us in the right situations to make those plays. Um, But I can't really quite tell you, can I feel the speed yet until we start going against each other. And some guys have kind of described that Dwayne's demeanor is a little different at this camp. I mean, you're someone obviously knows him well. Has that changed? Is it different? Yeah. um, I've, I've said numerous times I've been around Dwayne for a long time and Um, Not that he wasn't working hard previously, but it's just a different um, type of attentiveness, a different type of focus and detail that he's approached this whole offseason since day one, all the way dating back to the end of the season. So um, I feel like he's not going to give himself too much credit and he knows that he has to put that product on the field now. Um, that we're practicing once we start going against the defense and then eventually into games. But I think he's taking the right necessary steps to be honest. Um, with his physical, his mental. And um, you know, I'm excited to see what he does in this offense. An offense that I feel like sits uh suits his skill set really well. So um I hope he just takes it day by day, continues to learn and and hopefully he'll be where we all need him to be. Thanks. Hey mm-hmm.
0: Terry Ben Standard with the Athletic, good to see you. Um uh, the team announced yesterday that there won't be any fans at home games this year. Right. What, just curious what, what your thoughts are about that, at least for the home games, not having anybody there for the
2: games. Yeah. Oh, that's tough. I've never necessarily played a game in front of no fans, but um, like I said, at the end of the day, it's what's in the best interest for all of us. So I feel like that keeps our fans safe, that keeps us safe and our staff. And it's, it's just a bummer that it has to be that way. But, um, you know, we appreciate the support that we get through social media um, the support that we get through fan mail, so I hope our fans still feel like they could be engaged and part of our season this year because we do need them and we appreciate them. And hopefully, um, when the safety protocols uh, are at the are at the appropriate time, then we can start allowing fans back at our stadium. Cool. And obviously, we ask you about Dwayne all the time for all kinds mm-hmm. of obvious reasons, but I'm just curious now that you've been around at least a little bit, Kyle Allen
0: and Alex Smith. Yeah. What What have you seen from them? Obviously, two different circumstances, but what have you? Right seen from them so far
2: Uh, well Kyle um, it's kind of nice to have Kyle um, as well as Dwayne um, even though Kyle gets you know some of the um, first team reps as well um, he's comfortable in this offense, and that helps a receiver like me I know there was a couple plays where um you know he's looking to throw me the ball and I'm not necessarily looking yet but that's just a new nuance that he's comfortable in in this offense and I have to get that timing down with him and the other quarterbacks so it's nice to have a quarterback who's been in this offense who's comfortable who knows the, what the offense is supposed to look like and can run that um so that's been nice working with him and then Alex he's just Alex is a cool dude man he doesn't really say much but you can always feel his presence when he's on the field um you know he's working his butt off just to get back and um and play at that high level again is just a testament to his hard work, his faith, and his supporting his support system to see him come this far. So, um, you know, I'm gonna continue to cheer him on, and hopefully, he could get out there with us and, and compete with the other guys. Thank you.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Hey, Terry, Dar- hey, it's
1: Matt Paris in the Washington Times. Uh, exactly. I was curious, you know, um, obviously the locker room looks different with all the yeah. the protocols and stuff, but what is it like in the building that you know, obviously,
0: you guys are transitioning from. The Redskins to the Washington Football Team, like all the right. kind of logos going down. How much yeah. do you see the old logo still as they're getting rid of yeah. it, or is it noticeable as a player?
2: Yeah, uh, you, to be honest, you haven't really noticed the change too much outside of the logo because our colors are the same as of now. So um, that's been yeah, a nice, um, a nice sight. Um, it's kind of different. I kind of got to put the old stuff that I had in my closet away um, and get used to just wearing what we have now, but we're just looking forward to the future, to be honest. So we try not to get so wrapped up in the name um, of what's going on. I know the people who are in charge of that are going to take care of it. And, um, you know, our job is just to try to continue to get better and represent that name whenever it comes out. So. Yeah. Do you find yeah. yourself slipping up sometimes of using it or using the old name or anything like that? Um, I mean, I'll be honest sometimes, but for the most part, um, Washington football team is pretty easy to remember. Uh, you just gotta try to remember, you know, the last part is not a part of who we are anymore. Um, but it's just, for me, it's, I have so much gear now, it's kind of not wearing that gear and trying to get the new gear that we have um, incorporated. But as far as like the logo, you don't really see it too much around the building anymore. All right. thanks. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, Terry, Pete Haley with NBC Sports Washington. It was uh, announced a few weeks ago that you'd be a part of the new Eastern Motors group along with Dwayne. Are you kind of aware of uh, the uh, the legacy of Eastern Motors and how important it is in the area? And then what can we kind of expect out of you when you start acting in those commercials?
2: Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to really learn more about um, Eastern Motors and what they mean to the community and it's an honor for me to be a guy that's not even from the area first year or second year player now and to be thought of to be represented um, represent their company and their dealership so I'm very excited to learn more about what they do and what they mean to the community and do the best I can to represent them and as well as um, you know this football team so um, it's kind of my first opportunity to do that so I'm looking forward to see what it holds.
0: And then uh, because Dwayne kind of chronicled his offseason, I saw one of the videos Mm -hmm. you were there. Uh, It looked like you were working out with Odell Beckham. Did you get any kind of personal time with him? And if so, what did you get kind of picking his brain or seeing him work out what you learned from him?
2: Yeah, um, he actually came up and and talked to me for a while. Um, I'm kind of a guy that kind of lays back a little bit, so I just try to get my work in and not do too much. But he came up and told me he respected my game and – um, he asked me while we were running routes to give him any tips that I may have seen and what he's doing, and I asked the same. So it's just – I like being around like-minded people. I like being around people who are trying to be the best, trying to perfect their craft along with Sterling Shepard. Um, those are two guys that have had some success in the league so far. So anything I could try to learn from guys like that, no matter who they are, I'm going to try to do. Um, just obviously uh, the way he runs his route is very smooth and fluid, and the, the, his ability to just – his radius is really impressive as well. So um, the biggest thing I probably took away is just his suddenness, but he's not in a hurry the way he runs his route. So, um, you know, I'm continually working on that right now is using my speed, but um, having control in the way I'm coming in and out of my routes. Thank you, Terry. Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, Terry, it's Jarrett Bell from USA Today. How are you doing?
2: I'm good. How are you doing?
1: Good, good. Hey, I'm curious. I know it's it's real early in the process here, but... Um, what are your first impressions of Ron Rivera and Mm -hmm. his task in the midst of changing the team's culture for a lot of different reasons? What are you seeing from from him as a leader?
2: Well, I I feel like his first step was just his honesty. Um, I feel like there's a transparency with him um, that's very refreshing, and I feel like he has that open-door policy that he talks about if we have players on this team that feel like, they can need to talk to him, then he his door is open to them. Um, he's first, I feel like his main um, his main objective is just discipline, respect, and, and playing hard. And I feel like if you have those three things, you shouldn't have any problem with Coach Rivera. And um, I feel like you could grow that relationship with him. Um, since I met him when he first got here, he's been nothing but open and honest with me, checked in on me in the offseason season, see how my family was doing. The social um, justice issues that were going on you see how I was feeling about that so he's a very personable person but when we get on that field you know that he means business and you know what he expects from us so when you have a coach that's clear in what they want um, it's pretty easy you would think as a player to follow that um, because either you're following that or you're not so I feel like that clear conciseness that he has is very helpful for us all.
1: Does, does it feel like a different culture and I know like I said it's very early yeah. In the process, but you're just talking about the logos coming down and right and everything.
2: Yeah, a lot of this is new for me as well because it's only my second year, so I knew how much um, the old name and logo meant to so many people around us, but. Um, you know, change is not necessarily a bad thing. And I feel like Coach Rivera is a the great person to help us go towards that change and this new future and new culture. So so far so good in my opinion. And it's just a matter of us players following his plan and, and trusting in what he's trying to do here.
1: One one more quick thing. Um I'm wondering I'm asking players mm-hmm. about the face shields mm-hmm. and whether or not guys are, are trying them. Have yeah. you tried it, and what, what are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I, I, I was going to try to wear a visor today. Um, it had a little bit of glare on it, the pink one, so I'm going to try to use the clear one tomorrow. I wore a visor in the past, and um, I mean, I feel like it's all off of comfortability. Like I said, I don't think As far as the pandemic is concerned, you can completely eliminate the risk. You could try to mitigate it as much as possible. Um, But I feel like the visors come down to a personal preference and um, I'm going to see how I like it in practice these next few weeks and then make a decision from there. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Hey, Terry, it's uh, Chris Russell from SI.com and 106.7 The Fan. Thanks again for doing this. Mm -hmm. Um, I apologize. I had to step away for for something, so I apologize if you were, we're already asked to expand upon this, but you mentioned earlier how something you liked in the offense was you guys were going to attack. We've heard that on defense. When you say that, um, like, I, I I mean, is that just throwing deep a lot more? Is that a certain mentality? How would you put that in the works?
2: I think it's versatility. I think it's um, unpredictability. I think it's, um, I think it's those two terms mainly and just, Tempo as well, I feel like when you're on offense, you should be dictating the tempo, you should decide when you guys get up to line when you're snapping the play when you're, you know, calling audibles or running motions and things like that. And I feel like, you know, play action on first downs running on um, downs, you may not think you're supposed to be running on just the thing that Coach um, Coach Turner does a great job of keeping that versatility and that unpredictability so far in practice, and we haven't even gone against the defense yet. So I'm really excited to see the, his style of play calling and how it works against our defense and how it works in the game. Um, but just that attack mindset, it starts up front, the way we run the ball with obviously AP and the group of guys that we have with our offensive line, and then our skilled players on the outside making plays, and I feel like that really opens up a, a offense because then you can't, key on one thing or the other. And as far as the defensive side of the ball, I mean, like I said, the way our defensive line is, is, um, is, is touted right now, I feel like they really have a, um, could pose a really big problem for a lot of teams if um, they're on that attack mindset, which I know they are so far. And the guys behind them are doing a great job of playing off of them and, and, and learning as well. So um, just the physicality and the attack mindset is what Coach Rivera has been preaching so far
1: you listening to Terry McLaurin on his Zoom press conference with the media here on the Brian Mitchell Show, Team 980, Team 980, app, 95.9 FM. Just a
0: quick follow-up to that. You mentioned kind of like tempo. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think you guys, even though it's a new system, because you, you and Dwayne and some others have been here right. for now a year, maybe you guys can go more tempo by design, not tempo by need, but – but dictate you know, second, third series of a game just to get into tempo and no huddle. Do you think this offense allows you to do more of that this year?
2: I definitely do. Um, I feel like it's it's a very concise offense to the point where um, you really don't have to do a whole lot of thinking. You just got to know where you are on the field. And that really helps receivers, skilled players. And I feel like that helps the quarterback as well. So um, I know some things will be dictated. As a from a schematic standpoint of we want to do tempo here or there, and then just the flow of the game, um, how the flow of the game is going for us offensively from possession to possession, I think will dictate the tempo a lot. But I I have heard Coach Turner speak numerous occasions on having some tempo, um, the way we come out of the huddle, the way we get in the huddle, the way we get the play, so the quarterback has enough time to uh, assess what's going on defensively. Hi,
0: Terry Heather McDonough NBC Four. You kind of you touched. Doing? Hi, good. How are you? Um, the uniqueness of everything going on right now. I mean, mm-hmm. from the minute you wake up, whether it's, you know, concentrating on the football, concentrating on COVID, you're learning mm-hmm. a new offense. How I guess what are some tangible things that you're doing that have helped you been able to navigate all of what's on your plate right now? Because yeah. it's, it's certainly a lot.
2: Right. Um, that's a good question. And I think the biggest thing I try to tell people and what works for me is find a routine that works for you and stick to it as much as possible. Find some consistency in your day, something you could count on day in, day out. This is when I eat breakfast. This is when I have some downtime and this is what I like to do. Just have a plan of what you want to do and what the things you need to get done throughout the day. And then try to stick to that as much as possible. And then keep your mind open for, um, things that may, be out of your control, things you didn't necessarily prepare for. That's something I kind of work on and still working on is, you know, I'm such a planner, something goes right outside my plan. And I'm kind of scrambling a little bit, but it's just a matter of having a routine and, and sticking to that. Um, I try to get here and take care of my body stretch before practice. After practice, I try to get in the cold tub and do these things. That's almost seem monotonous, but it, when you look up, you, you have a really solid routine and then you get in a pretty, good flow of things
0: and having a coach like coach Rivera you kind of talked talked about the organization how much has that helped with in this uh situation we're in you know you to be able to do those things
2: yeah I mean it's great to have a head coach who stands on what he believes in who's honest about what he believes in and will admit fault when it's his fault and um you know that's that's a sign of a a man first of all and then a great coach secondly and I feel like we can learn from him, but it takes us as well to buy into that. And the same things that he's given us is the same things he's expecting from us in return. So I feel like we have a, a good group of guys in our locker room with a lot of veteran presence who play a lot of football and some and a, a good nucleus of, of young guys as well looking to make a name for themselves. So I feel like we have a good mixture of both and a great coaching staff to go with it.
0: Thank you. Mm hmm.
2: Hey, Terry, this is uh, Darren Haynes, WSA 9. Uh, you were just speaking about planning and um, mm-hmm. just wondering, of course, you, you, you would like to get better and improve on what you did last year. Right. Um,
1: but talk about that planning. Like, describe what goes on in your mind for Terry mm-hmm. on what you want to bring to the table, what you want to accomplish this year.
2: Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I, my first thing is I just want to stay healthy and play all 16 games. Um, so um, that's my first and foremost plan. Um, I, I do a great job, I feel like, of taking care of my body and um, trying to be as available as possible for our team. Um, I don't shy away from being a guy that I feel like who's going to be dependent on this year, a guy who's going to be a go-to guy. But coming along with that comes an extreme amount of responsibility and um, and just preparation. And I feel like i got to take that up to the next level the way I study. I'm not going to be a, a secret anymore to any defenses, but that's okay because um, I feel like the offense that we have, allows a lot of us to make plays, and I don't necessarily have to be the guy with 13, 14, 15 targets a game, and we can still have success. So just being ready when my number is called, being ready to move inside um, and learn the inside route tree and and learn more on the outside route tree is something that I'm I'm going to continue to work on until we get to to Philly. Chip, last
0: one. Harry, this is Chip Rier. Going back to what Heather asked about keeping a routine during COVID, I recently read that you've gotten into fishing despite being allergic to seafood. (laughs) When did you start getting into fishing? How have the bites been? And how has that possibly helped you improve your mental game on the field because of the patience and focus required just to bring one out of the water?
2: Most definitely. Um, I've been into fishing for a very long time. My first fishing trip was probably with my uncle, maybe I was eight or nine. And I've just really loved fishing. I tell my friends all the time. It's fun just to be out there um, in nature, just just being, enjoying the scenery, just enjoying, you know, there's a time you can really just reflect on your life, reflect on what's going on um, and how you can either improve or, Or help somebody else's life be better and then when you start catching fish i feel that's the really fun part um when you're sometimes i say sometimes you get the fish sometimes they get you i've had multiple bites that have come off and it's a part of kind of letting that go so you have a hook a fish hook and you let it go it could be disappointing it could be um you know it could be something that you can really hinder you from trying to catch the next fish, but if you could let it go, assess what you did wrong, and then try to be better and catch the next one, then I feel like that's when you're making progress. Same thing with the field. Uh, You may not make every play, you may not make every route perfect, um, but if you learn from your mistakes and you continually Um, working to try to improve and not trying to stay the same, I feel like you're going to have success. So I feel like that correlation, that analogy is really what helps me. And just fishing is just something I like to do to kind of calm my mind and do something outside of football um, when when I'm away. Incredible analysis. Thank you. Thank you.